0: Great to have your company this morning here on the Radio Tab Breakfast Show. Paul Sawtell and Jared Daffy with you. We're at the Sunshine Coast Turf Club, head of tomorrow's Lansborough Hotel Caloundra Cup. Jared, as the sun starts to rise, it's looking a little bit bleak out there.
1: Uh, yeah, it, it does, but I was just thinking how good would it be if the listeners were actually where we are, overlooking the finishing line, but... That The horse is still working on the all-weather track, the lights are still on, it's lit up like Las Vegas, it's just a wonderful setting. It is, and this is where it's warm. our next guest comes to work each and every morning, David Van Dyke. David, welcome
0: to the show.
2: Yeah, good morning, yes, it's a great office here.
0: It is, isn't it? It's, uh, we got here earlier this morning and it was lit up like a Christmas tree, there's an awful lot of activity on the track though, isn't there?
2: There is, yes, there's plenty of horses here and uh, the club cater for us very well, it's nice and comfortable and... As you know, we get good results from here. You've probably already done a day's work. How many, how many have you put around this morning? Oh, we've had about uh, 25 go around. We've got about uh, 10 left.
1: Okay, and when when you say they go around, obviously they go around and work. Do you then go down and find out what the hoops say
2: then or do you do that later in the day? Uh, later in the day, all my riders send me a report and um, okay. I tabulate that and work out what I'm going to do tomorrow.
0: We often ask, David, uh, how many horses have you got in work? But what what about staff? What are your staffing numbers, full-time staff you have here with you?
2: Uh, Look, including riders, I've got about 17. 17 full... And how many horses?
0: 38. So that's basically, for every horse you have, you have to... Or every
2: staff member has two horses to look after, if you do those numbers that way. Yes, pretty much. But some of those uh, employees are casual work riders. Uh, there's probably about 12 that actually work in the stable. Is 38
1: the, the cap? Uh, is that a deliberate cap or is that something you're comfortable with or are you are looking to expand? Uh,
2: that's the most boxes I have available. Okay. I've got about another 12 in pre-training and uh, you might have seen they're building some stables that mm. just started um, next to the current uh, group and... Um, I've put my name up for uh, some boxes there, so we'll see what happens in the new year.
0: Okay. I suppose the more
2: success you have, the more clients you
0: have coming wanting to, to give you a horse to train.
2: Oh, look, it's a game for winners. Uh, <laughs> <and success. laughs> Funny that, isn't it? Success breeds success. You know, the more we win, the yeah. more opportunity we have to win and to improve our business model.
1: Well, before we get on to, uh, to your Um, your runners tomorrow. I just wanted to ask you about Gypsy Goddess. Firstly, you spoke about the staff earlier. That was wonderful footage when she won. Yeah. And just the jubilation of everybody associated with it. But how's she going and and what's the plan?
2: Yes, well first it was an amazing victory. I mean, 10 days out from the race, I didn't know whether we'd get there or not from the Oaks. Uh, I knew that she'd come to the end of her prep. And a lot of times uh, with your average horses, they get to that point, and we turn them out at, or we expect them not to run up to their best mm. but these these good horses, these real good horses um, they just get out there and do it despite um, whether they're at their peak or not and you know full credit to her, she just got out there and you know almost ran a career best performance, so I was um that's why I was so emotional after the race because right. she'd had that long campaign, and I thought I know she's come to the end, and yet she still got out there and put a hundred percent in. David, was that your best day at the races? I was the, my best victory. Yes, that was that was fantastic, and um, probably my second best day wasn't winning a Group One. It was when uh, Alligator Blood beat Catalyst in the CSAs, yeah. and they had that ding dong battle yeah. all the way up the Flemington Strait. Uh That was my that'd be my second best day. I
1: I don't know whether you want to talk about Alligator Blood, but did you what did you make of him when he won uh, two weeks ago?
2: Oh, it was an outstanding victory, and you know, good to see the horses back and performing so well. I mean. You know whether I train him or not. Um, I've loved the horse since he was uh, a baby. Um, I spent a lot of time with him. I helped to develop him into uh, the horse he is yep. now. And um, yeah, i you know I feel a connection to the horse, even if he's not running around in my name. That's good so gypsy goddess
0: what what 's the plan now, or is it does it change each week, or you you think you 've got it mapped out for what happens next?
2: Well, my big concern was whether she 'd pull up well after and recover from that long arduous campaign she had. so uh, I went and saw her two weeks after she went to the paddock, and I was over the moon. She looked terrific, her coat was good she 'd put on a bit of weight. So we'll give her six weeks, then we'll bring her back and we'll get her ready for the Golden Eagle. She'll have one run in the spring in that race and then she'll have another break. Time of
0: reflection's always a great thing. After that victory, did you go home that night, make your way back up the highway to the sunny coast and watch the replay a couple of times?
2: Uh, I did watch the replay the next morning. Um, I had a very quiet meal with... A couple of the owners up here, I don't drink and I like to be in bed early. So, I um, yeah, I just made it a fairly casual uh, affair. It was just wonderful. I mean, the owner, Bob Jones, the managing owner, I've trained for him for a long time and we've always wanted to get a group one together and to finally do it and see that trophy on the table at dinner there was just amazing.
1: And uh, I know that we're all looking at the weather tomorrow. Fingers crossed that it holds off. Desert Lord, one of the favourites for the glass house. Uh, What's likely to happen with him
2: if, say, the weather did deteriorate
1: today or tomorrow?
2: Uh, If if they put the track up heavy at any point between now and the race, Mm. I'll scratch him and uh, we'll look towards Rockhampton. Uh, They are predicting quite a bit of rain up there, and, and during the winter it does take a while to... Uh, dry out. So we, if we don't go to Rockhampton, we'll probably look at the Ramorny. So we Gee, do it'd be have. Hard to beat there. Dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: Jared, you just sparked up. Yeah, you? a long
1: run in there. He'd be hard to beat.
0: Yeah, you, uh, you, you spoke about the Crown, David, uh, in, in the last week here, and it's a, a real advantage to the jockeys and the horses that know about it here at the, the Sunshine Coast Turf Club.
2: Oh, very much. You know, it's a place to be when. Um, When we do have a soft track, uh, the water rolls off the crown and it's usually uh, the firmest part.
0: Okay, Gerard, so that's where you need to be tomorrow.
2: Yeah, well, you you see that when you see
1: them race on TV, but it's even more evident when you're here, particularly when you get down there and have a look at the straight. It's like going up a hill and the hill's in the middle.
2: Yes, it is. And, you know, it just means that despite uh, the amount of rain we get, that crown is usually in pretty good shape and it's you know it doesn't get swampy like a lot of the heavy tracks do
1: now you've got a couple of runners in the cup um street dancer which is one of the favorites and one of the roughies
2: spencer how do they go if the tracks a little bit off uh look street dancer can handle a wet track i wouldn't say he's in love with it um very impressed with his work on tuesday uh i think the big track is the key to him he just got uh, a bit unbalanced around Ipswich. He's a big horse, he's long striding, and I think here on his home track over the 2400 will be ideal. Um, just a matter of him getting across into a handyish position, which he should. Jimmy Burns riding well, and he's on top of his game, so I think he'll run a great race.
0: You've had some success on this day in the past, David, uh, Baccarat Baby. Was, was a winner for you, but you also had a uh, $1.50 favourite get rolled back in 2016. Maybe you want to remember that one.
2: Oh, look, uh, yeah, that was a painful day. Um, <laughs> that horse won the Ipswich Cup very impressively and um, I thought he was going to win the Caloundra Cup, so not to be. He didn't run well and hopefully we get a um, uh, we we get to bounce back on Saturday.
1: You've had a you've had a lot of success, and we just went through some of that before, with the likes of Alligator Blood and Gypsy
2: Goddess. But what to, what would it mean to you to win one of those features tomorrow? Uh, it's always great to win a hometown big race. Um, it, it adds a little bit more when it's here as opposed to you know travelling away for, for another big race somewhere else. Although it's always good to win a Group 1 race anywhere, Yeah, of course.
0: And uh, off to Rocky next week, as you said. You and William Pike have got a bit of affiliation happening here.
2: Yes, look, uh, Willie rode Gypsy Goddess um, in her two runs in Sydney and then her two runs up here. And um, we had a bit of a plan, and Willie rode her exactly the way I wanted to on each occasion. Um, and I really enjoyed him riding for me. He's ridden another horse, could you do it, one here on the Polly. So um, I'd love to see Willie riding more. I'd love to see him move up to Queensland. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, I I, I think he's a star jockey, and he's just a lovely bloke too, and very easy to work with.
1: Well, you might know what the answer to that is then. It, It appears as though he thrives on riding, like he's riding pretty much every day of the week down there. Those opportunities might not happen here. Would would he scale back and be a little bit more selective? Is he that kind of guy?
2: I don't know. I know that he's a very loyal rider, and, uh, you know, his managers told me that, and he said he likes to build relationships and and look after people that look after him. So, yeah, look, um, I want to use Willie whenever I can. Hmm.
0: Well, that's a good association to have. Now, who's, what's your best tomorrow, do you think? Or is it too hard to say with the weather about David?
2: Look, probably fast-talking will roll forward in race one and put himself right up there. He's got the kilo-and-a-half claim. He's right on top of his game. And uh, hopefully we kick off with a winner. Oh, well, he's a nice price. He's $5.50. Mm.
0: David, we know you're
2: an incredibly busy man We really appreciate
0: your time this morning And thank you for your honesty It was great, Jared. There's some good questions there And stuff we didn't know about I really appreciate it Yeah,
1: that. well, I think we're all the same I mean, you know, we've seen here, David Particularly after you won the, You know, the group won a few weeks ago and people dissect your life and, and your horses and that But it's just always interesting You know, grassroots stuff Yeah What actually happens here? How many staff have you got? It's a fascinating story hmm.
0: So all the best going forward, and we loved having you here this morning. Good luck tomorrow. I
1: hope this rain
0: stays away for you. Thanks for having me on.